Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is the Fitness Boot Camp Inner Circle Podcast with Georgette Pan and Jesse Stoddard. Yes? Hello? Hey, we're there. We are. Are we? Are we? Uh, are we on? Oh, I am. Yes, I didn't. I almost hung up <laughs> and tried again, but Sorry there about we are. That. Yeah. <laughs> well, we love the uh, the uh, amazing technology we've got. Sometimes there's glitches. Yeah. So. <laughs> all right. Well, we're here. So let's uh, let's do this. How are you doing this week? Um, you feeling like? Uh, like boot camps are still uh, are still in, or did we over the weekend? Did did all of a sudden they go out of style? Yeah, <laughs> no, they didn't go out of style. They they weren't a fad <laughs> to begin with, so can't go out of style. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, um, but, you know, um, uh, we were. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I was. I, I don't know what you were going to ask. Well, we were we were kind of talking about marketing last uh, for for a few episodes, and and we we got into uh, last time we got into Facebook. Um, right. This time, I thought it'd be interesting to talk about, um, you know, uh, communication to uh, our prospects and clients, and so we could talk about here, here's here's those the different things that relate to that are things like newsletters, uh, emails, uh, email campaigns, blogs. And um, I just wanted to know maybe what you think is important in terms of newsletters and emails and blogs and just kind of providing good content for your for your readers and and how many of your clients read it and you know whether that's important for getting new clients and prospects and that type of thing. Would you uh, you, you mind yeah, going into that a little bit? Yeah, and uh, no, I don't. Rather, I don't mind going into that and. The other thing is if we have some time, I'd like to talk about a little bit about program design, if we get that opportunity. Oh, yeah. Some of the yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, because there's a trend I'm noticing online, and I I think uh, I'd like to address it. But um, Well, let's start there then. Let's start there. You're feeling like that's a good conversation topic. Let's start there, and then we can get back into this marketing stuff. They're probably going to relate anyway, so. Well, you know, it may and it may not, but, you know, because a lot of the – I just want to get this part off my chest, and we could talk about whatever we want to talk about. Um, But, you know, I'm thinking that there's not enough emphasis on program design, and I'm not just thinking it. I'm I'm noticing it. Um, And some of it is our fault as, you know, so-called gurus, and some of it is not. Some of it is just plain lazy. So, um, you know, the trend I'm seeing, 
by being a member of many forums and obviously getting personal feedback and questions as well. And it's not just to me, though. I've been noticing it on Facebook, on many different social, you know. So I'm trying. what I'm trying to do is just say that I'm not just making this up, okay? It, this is actually what it, it's, I'm seeing a lot of it. And and it's just asking for workouts or, you know, just ask, you know, can I have a workout or taking a workout, a done-for-you thing, another done-for-you workout, another done for And even after, so I guess if you're following me, um, what would be the point of doing that when there's so many products out there that have done-for-you stuff, right? So if you're following me, I'm not quite sure why the trend all over social media and everywhere else is just to post a free workout or ask for another workout or give me a body weight workout or how about a template for this or how about a, a warm-up or how about a cool-down or how about a... I don't... So I'm finding that there's some uh, if lazy kind of <laughs> attitude going on. And these are also people, you know, that have many, many products that have been out there that are done for you. And I guess um, what I'm trying to say is there's not enough uh, people actually program designing and doing some program design and planning of their boot camps and planning of their workouts and not just throwing a workout out here and doing another workout here. So are you following what I'm saying? Do you, do you see the trend yourself? Or am I not clear yet? Because <laughs> I could get clear. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Can you hear me right now? My my speaker is a little funny. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, great. Yeah, I think I follow. You're talking about kind of like what the trainers want versus what, you know, the uh, uh, high-level trainer guru types are providing. Um, you're, you're talking about more that that level, right? Not the client to the, the, the trainer, but the, the, the trainer to the teach me how to trainer, right? That kind of thing? Well, there's not enough of asking to be taught how. There's just asking, give me a workout. Oh, you know, I, oh, not how to design a workout, but just how to just give me the end result. Don't teach me how to actually do it, but just give me the end result. That's part like of it. Like a shortcut. Right. Because it's fine if you really want. It's it's fine. It really is if you want by done-for-you workouts. But right. my no, yes, that's fine. It because that's giving you what a couple hundred examples of workouts. You know, and what? Well, what do you do with them from there? Nothing. Hmm. So you know, so that's the thing. So you just pull one out of the book, and are you using it just like that, or are you designing some sort of logical program? So I guess I'm saying program versus workout, or workout versus right. program, or planning, minus, you know, just throwing out a workout that you pulled out of a book, planning. Am I saying you should never, you know, that you get caught in a position and you have to wing it, or you have to, you know, take a workout you, out of a book one day and do it? No, I'm not saying you should never do it. What I'm saying is that when you own all these products, that are done for you. You know, why in the world would you still be asking for a workout? Because the the problem <laughs> right. lies at you know, 
the problem, this shows me, it indicates to me, and maybe I'm wrong, but it indicates to me <clears throat> that you don't know how to tweak. You don't know how to substitute or just design, take that workout and design six more from that because you don't know what exercises. I don't get it. So <clears throat> what I'm saying as a fitness professional, it's starting to get a little bit lazy. Do I, am I saying we should never give somebody a done-for-you workout? No, but I'm saying that isn't the end, and it isn't the end-all to be-all. You come in as a professional knowing how to take that workout and maybe make six more out of that same similar type of workout or tweak it to your own group. I'm just right. saying that, like, give me a workout. Well, I know for a fact that half these people that are asking own either Mayan or Leon's, uh, you know, Done for, uh, there's thousands of done-for-you boot camp workouts, for example, in these products. Why are you asking for a boot camp workout? I, I don't get it. Did you, did you already run 1,001 classes? And <laughs> there's no way to substitute. There's no way to, you know, embellish, you know, take that program and design another one from there. So I'm seeing some kind of maybe partially, like I said, our fault that, you know, here's a done-for-you thing, here's a done-for-you thing, here, and that's fine. But that you need to design a program. You need to plan. If you have all those workouts, do something with them. Plan something. So you're asking for a body weight workout when we just sold, you know, the whole world, you know, thousands of copies of a body weight, you know, Program and, and you know I'll take it even a step further. The, the Fitness Bootcamp Club. dot com, right? There's a right. thousand examples of bootcamp workouts, games, challenges, templates. Uh, you know, body weight templates, um, warm up templates. There's you know workouts galore. It's probably the biggest and most popular blog. So why, you know. Why are we even asking? Because nobody wants to do any work at all is what I'm saying. There's no search. Can't even search. Can't even hit the search button on the blog. Can't even go through your own books that you just bought. So I'm finding that program design needs to be addressed. It needs to really, really, it's one of the most important skills of a personal trainer is to be able to design a program. Literally, it's got to be up there as number one. Because what else is there, right? that you're actually doing. If you can't program... I think it's a really good point. You know, if you can't program design, you know, then, you know, that's where you need to go and that's what you need to learn because the point is all the thousands of workouts on your hard drive aren't doing you any good. If you just could go to a, you know, a free forum or post on Facebook, you know, hey, can somebody give me a workout for Saturday? Are you kidding? <laughs> I mean, like, really, are you kidding? No, because, like, you can't come up with a workout for sa- – I can understand that. Sometimes we're in a pinch. I put workouts in my in my newsletter. I'm not saying don't ever, you know, or I have done-for-you programs. That's not my point. My point is you need to know, A, use them if you can't use them, B, plan them, plan them out and, you know, embellish them and tweak them or whatever – and get a get start designing something and start you know putting a program together 
It should be done months in advance, if not weeks in advance. So, you know, it's getting to be a bad trend. And like I said, I have given thousands and thousands of workouts out. So it's not like I'm saying, oh, don't get don't give a workout out. The point that I'm seeing is becoming too much of just too lazy. Nobody's not even using the done-for-you products. Like, don't even bother buying another done-for-you product. Go learn how to program design, then buy the done-for-you product is my point. So. Exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, it really was getting my goat, so I had to get it off my chest, and hey, what better way than on a podcast, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Nobody, else, nobody would have known that that was bothering me. <laughs> so. Well, well, you you know it's it, it's it's interesting you say that because um you know we haven't gotten a lot into program design yet in the in the podcast, but um you just did, and we needed to, and it's interesting because it does relate to the marketing, uh you know, and and um, one of the biggest things is differentiating yourself in the marketplace and having a unique product that people want and are looking for. And a lot of times you get all these trainers, not only are they asking for, I think what you're talking about, that lazy attitude spills into all, all areas of the business. Cause it's like, well, give me a workout. Well, well also your, I need marketing, you know, right. give me your marketing, give me marketing and give me a workout. Well, if you would have been able to design workouts on your own, because, you know, like as a trainer should be, you wouldn't need my. You wouldn't need this marketing so much because people would know that you're good. <laughs> you can get a referral once in a, once in a blue moon, and so I think that they're they're hand in hand. Having a good program design uh, is also you know your clients and people showing up know that when right. they show up they're get, they're excited because they know you're going to have a good workout and you may be using something that you got from the fitnessbootcampclub.com or. You might have used one, and now you're creating a variation on it. No, right. Because really, when it comes down to it, even a perfect like boilerplate workout that somebody else ran in their boot camp and re- really well, sometimes you still have to change it a little bit to 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 not sometimes, but almost every time you have to change it a little bit in order to make it work for your particular group and your your uh, setting, your environment, your your set of equipment, all the variables that that are thrown in there. And if you have that ability, people know. They're going to be right. going to a good boot camp. Well, for instance, there's a, even a warm-up template on the uh, on on the the the, the, boot, the fitnessbootcampclub.com, which is I've also posted in newsletters in the past, like years. It does. It, the, the point is there too. It's giving examples of the type of exercises. So if you see an example, right, of a type of exercise, <laughs> you also should be very much aware of, uh, you know, several other variations. Or if, if somebody's just talking about um, just a blanket example of a a push exercise, a push, a pull, this or that, you need to know what those exercises are, right? So even if they're giving you a very generic mm-hmm. template, you, could be, you should be able to put it out, you know, together and come up with several different variations. There's not just one pull exercise. There's not just one core exercise. There's not just one, you know, the, so you get my point. And, there has, and you would like to have see some kind of progression in there. So, yes, all these done-for-you workouts are great. And some of them are actually designed as programs. If you take a body weight um, 
I don't know. Let's do it. I can't even think of one that was recently out. But let's say there was a body weight. Oh, actually, there was. The one that I just um, did from Kate. She had a body weight um, program. It's a program. It's not, you know what I mean? So follow it and then tweak it. But don't come in every other day and ask for a workout, especially if I'm knowing that I know that they own some some of these products. And I, I don't mean to pick on anybody in particular. Everybody does it, and I'm not saying it's not okay to take a, a done-for-you workout. But I just want to make that specifically clear. And I'm talking about what do you do from there with it? Are you taking it and, you know, are you going to use a week progression with it? Or, you know, if somebody gave you a week, three three boot camp workouts. They did Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Here's my three workouts that I did this week. Are you going to run them this week? Then what are you going to do next week? You know what I mean? You have to have kind of basic knowledge. So, I mean, and really with those products that we've, sold in the past in Leon's products, there is literally thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of workouts. And that's not the only advantage. The advantage is that you could you could put together another thousand just by just by what you're given. I'm gonna say hundreds just so people don't think I'm exaggerating, but really there are thousands. But you know, so you could take that and start designing your own programs. So now that you have 3,000 boot camp workouts, you think you need to go in and post somewhere that you need a boot camp workout or there's a blog. If once in a while you're in a pinch and something came up and somebody got, I don't care. I don't really see an excuse for it, to be honest with you. I'm trying to make an excuse for it, and I really don't see it. Wait, why? You can't spend five minutes to look through all the material that you already have? Or, yeah. you know, you're on all these newsletters of all these gurus, right? Ourselves included. I know I'm giving them out left and right. I know I'm posting examples of people's programs or parts, actual parts of people's programs on my blog. You know, several workouts. So what is it? What is it that you need? It's probably some education on program design. Is my going to be my big guess? Other than yeah, that, and just, yeah. Because other than that, it's probably just lazy. I can't figure. You know, that's my two points. What's your take? <laughs> well, you, I love it, and uh, I'm I, <laughs> I am going to try to tie this back into the marketing stuff. But we have a couple minutes, so why not, right? Um, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of of using template. Or learning how to create, learning how to create uh, templates, um, mm-hmm. especially for a new trainer. So, for example, you know, after you look at a few, let's say you've got one of your, you know, let's say I purchased one of your products, Georgette, and I, and I, and I use that. And, and let me back up. I think as a new trainer, you know, you can reinvent the, you you, you can change right. the rules only after you've mastered them. So I feel like it's better to follow somebody else's workouts for a while until you see what works. And then once you've become, you know, right. you go from being a student to a master of something, then you can then switch gears and make your own up. And, and you can change those rules after you've already proven that, you know, you know how, you know what the rules are to begin with. So I think that's step one. And, and, and step two is learning how to use the template after you kind of understand how a good workout should look and, and, and feel. 
Right. And you can kind of create a structure that you can follow and make your own up. You can make your own endless workouts up just by having the structure. For example, and this is not the only one. This is just like a right. quick example so people know what I'm talking about. Let's say you do 10 minutes of warm-up. And let's say you do, you know, 20 minutes of some sort of foundational strength, you know, or uh, training. And then let's say you do, uh, you know, um, uh, uh 15 minutes of, of cardio and then a cool down and you've added all of that up and your workout is 45 minutes or 50 minutes long. Uh, and, and then what you've got is you've got at least an outline. It's almost like a basic template. And it, it sounds like really overly simplistic, but I think a lot of trainers don't even do that. You know, they don't right. even really realize what am I going to be doing with my time? And I think that's the critical thing, whether you run a half hour boot camp, a 45 minute, an hour or whatever, you got to know, okay, I've got about this amount of time to do X. So let's say I'm going to work core or abs or, or whatever, you know, a body part or legs. Let's just do legs. Let's say I'm going to work legs for, I got 10 minutes to work legs and, and to do a, you know, something that's kind of a circuit with cardio. And that's what I want to do for 10 minutes. Well, my plan is, is I'm going to do squats and then I'm going to do these jump squats and then this other split squat jump thing. And uh, I get into my workout. And so first of all, I could write that up and then I could know, I could progress that throughout the month and show how we're developing it and making it better. That That's kind of a higher level of it. But even on a very, very basic level, if I have that plan and then I get into my boot camp and I realize, oh man, I've got three brand new people today who can't do any of this jumping around stuff. I got somebody else who's injured and uh, whoops, my plan's not going to work. Well, then it's really easy to call an audible, like like they do in football, like a quarterback. I call an audible, and I say, okay, well, I know i got about 10 minutes to work these legs, uh, so instead of doing this jumping squat thing, I'm going to switch to a modified you know, version. And, it, and you don't have to panic. You don't have to freak out because you still end up spending 10 minutes working that body part or working that type of work exercise you want to do. If it's cardio, you've done 10 minutes of cardio. It just might be a different series of exercises. So I'm a big fan of teaching that uh, and of, of following that because then when you get a new workout from a guru, you you already know how to modify it because you've been modifying. Ev- I mean, I modify everything every single day, and you get right. kind of it's like playing it's like playing jazz music versus classical. You learn how to play classical music. You know, a musician will learn and 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 master you know these fundamentals and the notes and the you know the chords and and the you know all those progressions they do in music. But then you get to a point where, you know, unless that if that's all you're doing ever is reading music, you don't have as much room for creativity. And then the jazz musician takes it to the next level and starts improvising and throwing out the music and just making it up as they go. But you don't start out as a master jazz musician without learning some chords first. You know, you don't learn out. You don't you're not able to do all this amazing, pro, you know, progression and and and, and regressions and you know, modifications and making up your own stuff until you followed somebody else. So I love what you're saying, Georgia. I agree a hundred percent. I think people complain because what they've done is they've gotten the habit of reading music. They've gotten the habit of just give me the workout and they've never bothered to put in the effort of learning how to do the jazz, how to do the, the improvisation, you know, or a li- even, if, even if it's just a little bit. And I think that's huge. And, but, but if you're a, a great jazz musician, people want to hear it. You know, if they're into jazz, that is. But, you know, in in our game, in our world, that's the ability to modify workouts on the fly or, the be, or, or to be able to at least create a system 
that people can track along you with so it doesn't look random or it doesn't look like you can't do it without a written workout in front of you. Uh, you have no creativity whatsoever. You know, they want to see that you have a little bit of, even if you're following other workouts, they want to see you have some creativity. And that does tie into the marketing too. Again, it's about quality product that you're going to deliver. So that's my thoughts on it. I love what you're saying. Right, yeah. I just find it like hard to believe sometimes that you need – why do you need that many workouts, really, to begin with? I mean, you know, I myself am guilty of that at times, so I kind of do get it, you know. I want all the workouts in the world. I want them all. I want this huge binder of workouts, and I have them. <laughs> so it's not that. But do I actually use them? Like, you know what I mean? In the end, probably not because, I've, I mean, you know, I only need, at this point, I, I haven't used, you know, a template like that in a, in a while, but that's because I've created my own. So that's what I mean. Like, you know, got to the point, but in the beginning, yes, I, I find that, you know, it's actually helpful to done for your workouts. I'm not saying it's not, I don't want anybody to misinterpret that because what I'm saying is that you really got to know program design too and exercise substitutions. I mean, I'm not saying you need to know every, every name of every exercise because everybody calls something different and you really need to know what you're doing is what I'm saying. And bottom, bottom line, if you don't know, you know, uh, have a repertoire of exercises and regressions and progressions and, you know, program design, I think we've got the point now that you really need to. And you really mm. need to know something about it. So I'm going to start posting is what I'm going to start doing because, I mean, I don't want to get on Facebook and start saying, why the hell is everybody asking for boot camp workout? Because... <laughs> You know, that's going to sound like, well, what, you want me to buy your boot camp uh, product? No, I know most of these people already have it. <laughs> and if they don't yeah. have mine, they have somebody else's. I've promoted a few, you know, even to recently. I mean, everything. You know what I mean? You don't need 7,542 boot camp workouts. What you need <laughs> to do is, well, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I hate to sound so harsh, but I find it hard to believe that you need to find, you need to ask for, a, a, you know, you know, have a bodyweight workout. I need a bodyweight workout. Well, first of all, I do is go to my blog, right? There's a million of them. But, you know, I can't understand why you would even have to post it anywhere in a forum. Like, you know, I need, uh, you know, a cool down. You need a cool down. Holy God. <laughs> what you need is a program design course. Like, you know, start investing in yourself and in, your, and in the, you know, the furthering uh, of your skill or what you think you need to improve on as a trainer. Right. Getting a little, you know, too, a little too lazy. I mean, like, maybe the done-for-you products created a little bit of laziness. Maybe we did that. Maybe we shouldn't have done that. Oh, it's one of the words I hated. Like, right when it first came out, done-for-you, 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 I was like, oh, my God, if I see another done-for-you. And then I kind of had it was like, all right, if you can't fight them, join them. Like, call it done-for-you. Because it is actually... <laughs> <laughs> it is actually easier to explain a product like that, you know, because what are you going to say in a, you know, in a subject line? You know, it is. That's a simple way of putting it. But, and it's very easy to know what you're getting, you know, 
we're going to give you a done-for-you meal plan. In other words, the meal plan is already done. <laughs> you just got to be able to do it. Yeah, so <laughs> it was, but at the, this was going back now, maybe four or five years ago. I was to the point, if I saw done-for-you, now I've kind of ingrained. You know, it's ingrained in me, and I'm all right, but it doesn't aggravate me. Actually, I use it myself because, like I said, it, but for a while there, I was really getting, when it first came out, it was actually a pet peeve of mine, and I kind of got over it. Because, like I said, if you say, here's a done-for-you meal plan, it's really pretty self-explanatory, and it's an, it is an easy way of saying it. But it doesn't mean you don't do anything else, <laughs> you know? Even a meal plan, for instance, if somebody gave you a done-for-you meal plan and seven of the foods on there you can't eat or don't eat, what are you going to do then? <laughs> so if you don't know how to substitute, you don't know what a protein is, let's bring it back to the to diet. So if you have seven foods on your meal plan that you don't eat and you don't even know how to substitute a protein for a protein or carb for carb or fat for fat, then that's how... That's what I'm actually saying about trainers. You don't know how to substitute an exercise for an exercise. <laughs> Do you really? It sounds even dumber when I put the nutrition example against it. it doesn't it? I mean, that's like, yeah, yeah. wow. If you had a nutritionist who didn't know how to substitute a protein for a protein, you'd go, okay, see ya. <laughs> I'll go hire one who knows what the hell they're doing. Right. <laughs> it really that, looks even dumber when I give you that example, right? Exactly. I know. So it's like, oh, my God, you don't know. I can't eat cottage cheese, and you don't know what to tell me to eat instead of that. Okay. <laughs> Come on to the next nutritionist, dietitian. Right, but with, with, the, with the trainer, I don't know, sometimes maybe even the uh, – now, obviously, maybe the client isn't as, as um, you know, educated either because they're not going to know all that background stuff. So we're really talking to fitness professionals here. So I'm kind mm-hmm. of sticking with, you know, get to know what you're doing. you got to know what you're doing. You have to know exercise. You have to know program design. You have to know, you know, substitutions, regressions, progressions. I understand if you're stuck on something sometimes. I'm not saying don't ever ask anybody anything. You know, so I want to be clear that, you know, I don't think all trainers are stupid either. So nobody go in insinuating things into what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, don't go making up your own stuff. I'm just saying it's important. That is what we do. You know what I so mean? It is what we do. Oh. Let's let's uh, spend a couple minutes now that we talked about that. Let's talk about client communication, you know, for right. personal trainers and boot camp. And these two things are related, but we, I, you know, we don't have to try to go into that too much. Let's let's just hit it dead on because it's it's also important. Emailing your clients, having a newsletter, uh, yeah. having some kind of a website and or blog. But let's talk about your client communication and also, you know, this relates to marketing because it's how people build their email list and, you know, right. what 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 gets you known as an expert in your area. What do you find is is good? Um, you know, what What are the good, uh, I know, I, I believe you use, uh, pro, you probably use FitPro newsletter or something like that, right? I think I saw you using that. And, yeah. um, and there's a lot of, there's other good stuff out there too. What What do you think is important though, not just in terms of general 
like what's important for a trainer to be doing like when they're getting their business off the ground and they're trying to improve their boot camp in terms of client communication that kind of marketing what kind of what, what things do you think are important and what things aren't so important well i'm not sure if we're on the same wave <laughs> length but i guess i think that the newsletters are you talking about newsletters in particular but i actually think newsletters are important just to, yeah, yeah, sure. That that's one thing. That's that's one. Yeah, let's go there. Also, what do you think? Like, about I also like blogs, and I like the blogging because there's there's a lot more you could do, obviously, than you can in a newsletter, or the fact that a newsletter per se only goes out once a week, <laughs> whereas you know you can blog and every day if you felt like it, but you could also you know, do more more than just educational articles on there or workouts or whatever, you know, more than educating the client. You could do something that there's in. Well, that's why they have Facebook, too, which I also think is important. So to have a page or, you know, a group for the, for the clients, um, even if it's a private group or a page, something where you can, you know, give a little extra have a little more interactive type than just a newsletter somebody reads. So, you know what I mean? So there's a little more interaction, maybe posting challenges before and after, somebody's, you know, something else like that. So, I, so you know, aside from that, I'm not sure where, you know, where you were headed with the. Well, well let's, yeah, let's get in detail, though. Like, okay, so I'm a new trainer or I've been training for a while and I don't even have a newsletter yet. Uh, right. How do I do that? You know what what what's in the newsletter? What do I you know what do we what do we put in the newsletter? How often does it have to go out? Um, right. You know what's in, what are the important elements of a newsletter? That might be good for people to hear well, too. Well, um, obviously we should have some kind of article. People like recipes. You could put a, a weekly recipe. You know. Daily or a workout, you could put news. What's new going on in your studio? Is are you are you starting a new program? Are you bringing on a new trainer? Um, do you have a client of the month? Um, you could do any of that stuff. Offering, you know, off, also sure, offering something like a free consult. But you're putting all that in one newsletter, actually whether it be an article, a recipe, and some, you know, uh, your your own personal business news of the day. I'm going to call it news, like what's new, <laughs> what's happening <laughs> in your, you know, studio or boot camp or whatever. So that, those are kind of the, and obviously some kind of call to action, either a free consult or something like that. But that's about the basics of a you know of a decent newsletter. People like reading that. People like, depending on your clientele, if it's women, you know they like the recipes. They like the the, the articles. I know this from my my clients. They look forward to them. They read them, so, so they're they're into it. And then it also keeps them up on what's going on. If if in fact they missed something or we're announcing it prior to anybody else knowing it in the newsletter. Coming soon, you know, blah, 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 blah. Or, you know, stay tuned or ask Tammy, you know, about this pro up-and-coming blah, blah, blah deal. So it kind of keeps, keeps people informed 
about anything that's going on with your clients or your or your business, and then having something of educational, well, you know, an article that's helpful and a recipe that's helpful. That's the newsletter in a nutshell. <laughs> and how often do you send yours out? Uh, weekly. I do Every like week? a week. Yeah, once a week, because it's a newsletter. It's not, you know. It's not a broadcast. It's not a launch. It doesn't mean you never emailed them in between. I'm talking just about newsletter. Now, do you email them in between? Well, yeah, if you're having something going on, if you're offering a special deal, or you have, a, you know, some kind of discount, or there's a special product that, you know, that just came out that might you find they might find helpful, you could still, obviously, you still communicate with them in between if you needed to and had to and probably should, <laughs> you know, but yeah, for the newsletter, it's just once a week, and then I don't post and, it. And, um, and do you uh, tie it in with your blog? Do you also put the newsletter on the blog, or is it totally separate from that? Well, I just do my head, with the, with the local business, not, not for trainers, not with my business, I had a, a blog that was, I just changed it. So it's, you know, yes and no. My articles articles were auto-posting to the blog, and they're not now. So, But we I also have the magazine, you know, not the FitPro magazine, which is also tied in with the newsletter. So, But as far as the blog goes, now it's more, you know, I just changed it. Like I said, there's not a lot of posts per se. It's more of, um, you know, get this free, get that free, get get a free report, get a free console, come on in for a free workout. It's all, um, you know, mostly just trying to get you to be a lead, get a lead, <laughs> be honest, get a lead, and give you something for free. So mm, okay. that's a change there. But, you know, you got to try different, you know, different things. Once in a while, give it a little, give it a, give it a shot. Because I mean, when you have the newsletter, like, when I have a newsletter in a magazine like that, you know, people don't need to see, and that auto post to to Facebook, um, you don't need to see the article in seven different places. You know what I mean? Like, right? You don't need to bombard them with, with all of that. So the newsletter kind of takes up all of all of that into one. You get the article, and that's all that's in the newsletter. Plus, you get sent to the fit, uh, to NutriFitnessMagazine.com, which is just what it says—a digital magazine. So, what do you think of that? Man? Um, you might as well do a review. I mean, we, you brought it up, so I'm sure a lot of trainers are either using it or heard of it, or they're curious about it now. So, what? What do you like about FitPro Newsletter and FitPro Magazine? They're, they're two different things, but they work together. Is that something you recommend as a service? That you think every trainer should buy it? Some trainers buy it, some yes, some no. What What are your thoughts? Um, well, if, I think you should get – there's a lot of reasons to get it besides the fact that the newsletter is done. That's not the whole reason. There's also ways to uh, have your uh, lead capture – and your free giveaway is done. It's actually given to you as well. Done for you. There we go. 
as the words. Um, so you can create your own lead page, which is, you know, hey, come but download my, you know, 10th, you know, fat blasting recipes or whatever. So that's done, and the and the and the, the report itself is there is done. So that's a, a big plus to that. I like that you can auto post it to wherever your Facebook page, and I like that it's in the you know it's all part of the. Now we're talking about the magazine, so or the newsletter actually. The newsletter gives you the, the done for you stuff. Um, I think that's important for that, you know. So if you don't have, you know, a lead report to give away, a a page that's designed for you, then that's that's a big plus to the fit, to the newsletter, and they automatically get obviously put on your newsletter. So, you know, that's like capturing leads, both for the newsletter for the business so that's that's an important plus I like that about it I like the fact that the, you know it's done I could go in and edit it and take out things and you know add things add the news add whatever I want to it and um, and if I forget <laughs> it goes out anyway without me every Wednesday because that's when I have it go out so you know those things take a lot of Time is, you know, a lot of time and energy and really does a lot of things for you that, you know, you would have to put in a lot of extra time to do. So that's, yeah, I do recommend it. And, you know, there's there's others. And the magazine, you, you know, yes and no, it depends on how, you know, you could get the magazine with it. No, you could not. You know, it doesn't... Uh, to me, I liked when I had the magazine articles posting to a blog. I don't have that now, but I'm not sure if that could be done. I have to look into that, um, setting that up or seeing if it's even worth setting it up because, like I said, it, they're also integrated into the newsletter. So, yeah, I think that's a – I recommend that service or any similar one <laughs> that you could find. Yeah, um the and uh typically uh if a if a client if a trainer doesn't have something like that they need to start developing it pretty quick. I mean they gotta start building their email list and their Facebook following right away. So I'm assuming that's a good way to do it. Yeah. Well it's an easier way to do it because you don't have to go through, you know, building pages and making make sure you have a free report. There's several different pages that are built in there for you, several different reports that you can offer in several different places. And you could build your own inside there, inside FitPro Newsletter. And you could also email in between. And there's So you could just shoot out a broadcast to, to a certain part of your list because you're, you could segment there. You could use it as an autoresponder in the same way. So everything is like all in one, and it's all right there for you. I like it. You know, personally, I like it. I've been with it for years. Cool. And and do you um, 
you know, I guess I guess just for somebody who doesn't want to do it, if they had to do it on their own, um, yeah. you know, and, and something that I, I've taught people if they need to, mm-hmm. you can kind of get in the habit of, of putting together the same kind of material that's in a newsletter and just collect it as you go through the week or do Google searches for recipes and whatnot and put it together yourself. You could if you needed to. Um, I think I agree with you. I think it's an amazing convenience to have it. Um, right. And just just for anybody out there who's who's dead broke, starting out, can't even afford that, um, they could do it on their own. Uh, it would just be a matter of setting up a, uh, you know, you might want to make your newsletter on your blog, you know, first, so that you have a place to put it together, and then you can send emails out to your clients, and you, you could either copy and paste your blog article newsletter into the email directly and make it more like the fit pro newsletter. Or you could even just write them an email saying, Hey, you know, check out the new article or the new recipe I have on this click here and they can click and go to your blog. That still helps because you're sending good content to them. And that's the key is good content delivered regularly to position yourself as an authority in your area and stuff that people actually want to know. And I think they do want to know recipes and they want to know tips and that's something right. that's really good on there. And then, of course, you can have your promotions on there, too, as a part of it, um, right. as long as that's not all you're doing is just promoting, promoting, promoting. But you could email them that link to a blog that's similar. You could also, right. if you had to, you could, you know, if you're using, like, an AWeber or a, or MailChimp or content of FitPro right. newsletter, you could take and, and put your, your blog article stuff into a fancy-looking newsletter and send it out. But I think the difference is primarily is just, you know, the, the time that it takes. It's going to take, even if you if you systematize it, like I'm talking about, you could even then give it to an assistant. If you have an assistant and they're already doing other stuff for you or a virtual assistant, you could say, right. here's how to put together a news, newsletter for me. You know, here's the five steps. It's pretty easy. Here's, you know, copy and paste this and that. Do a search for this. Throw this in there. And you could have them design it for you. And depending on how much you're spending on that assistant, you know, if you're having them do a lot of other stuff anyway, then it might make sense to throw it in there with their tasks. That was something I did with my company because I thought I I did the math on it. And, you know, FitPro Newsletter is great. It's not exactly super cheap, though. Um, It's not expensive either. It's just kind of middle of the road. Um, But, you know, like if, if you're really, you know, either strapped or you're just being cheap or you're just being thrifty, you know, it doesn't have to be a negative. It could be that you're just being good with your money. You could find a way to delegate. They'll not have to do it, but not have to pay for, you know, their service if you wanted that out. And then, and a final option would be to um, do another idea is to put all your newsletters together, you know, sit down on a weekend and put together like five or six or 10 of them you know, while you're in the flow, you know, like you're, you're putting all your, you're doing all your work at one time so that you can stay in that, in that kind of focus and then actually put them, you know, schedule them to be emailed out in the future. So you could actually do five or 10 of them and schedule them out weeks in advance, months in advance, and also do it that way. And then right before they go out, you can go in then and change them. uh, You know, if you have any like new last minute things you want to mention to people, but I guess the idea is is that you need to be doing something, whether you're right. just paying paying to have it done for you, and don't and then you don't have to do hardly any work. You could get Fit Pro newsletter, Fit Pro magazine, or you can do it yourself, and it's really not that hard. I mean, it's some Google searches and some you know. I mean, it really isn't that hard. You, you, you if you like to write, then I recommend you do it yourself. If you hate to write, 
then I would either have an assistant do it or just get FitPro newsletter. I guess that's the advice. I don't know if that sounds reasonable, but those were some thoughts I had, wanted to share them. Yeah, I think it's reasonable because, you know, these trainers don't have a lot of time to be putting into writing, um, you know, even if it's four articles a month, that's a lot, you know, when you think about it, when you're trying to come up with good content. So Exactly, yeah. You know, you know, when you try to write, even myself, when I try to write like that, I, I have to, you know, get somebody to, to look at it and make sure, you know, it's put together right. And So I don't know. I, I That's a lot of time-consuming stuff. And, you know... It's one thing if you're just shooting out a simple email or, you know, a special deal that you have going. It's another thing if you're trying to put out good content, you know, that you haven't seen everywhere else on <laughs> online to begin with, right? So you're trying to put something that they're interested in or, or a low-fat, or not a low-fat, let's say a vegan recipe. Let's say your clients are interested in that or, you know, something, an article that they're interested in learning more about. So it's it's hard to do that. So, yeah, and I like when it's kind of done for you in a sense that it's good content and you can edit it if you want to. So, hmm. yeah. How about, how about emails? Talk about, you know, how often should a trainer email their clients? And and what what would they email them about? Just in general, we have a couple minutes. I really love to hear your thoughts on that too. You know, I you know that's a tough one because unless you have something, you know, unless they uh, you could survey them and ask them, you know what I mean? It, it, what are they interested in? And that way you'd have an idea. Was it a recipe of the week? Was it a day? You know, do you want daily tips? Do you want? Um, you know, you can ask them too. I mean, plus you're doing a once a week newsletter, so you got to keep that in mind too. Um, I'm not against the daily emailing thing because I I think it is. You know, it can be a good idea, but you know, if they're not interested, you, I think it's easier when you have people that you're working with right in front of you. You know, I don't have. 10,000 trainers in front of me. I could shoot out a, a survey and probably, yeah, a couple thousand might answer it, but your clients are all in front of you. So you can ask them. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you'll get an answer from all of them. You know, yes, no, I'm not interested. Mm, yeah. yeah, so I mean, it's it's probably better in that case that you take it case by case because people will go, yeah, you should email every day. Well, it depends. Are you just doing email marketing? Is that what you're, you know, we're talking about a specific offline business now, you know, so we're not internet marketing them. We're we're running a studio or a boot camp, so we could ask them. We could take general, you know, actually specific surveys. Say, what would you like, you know, to hear? What would you, what what are you interested in, you know? You want to hear more on nutrition? You want a nutrition tip of the day? You want a nutrition challenge of the day or of the week? Do you, you know, like come up with some ideas? Do you want a workout of the week? Do you want, you know, something that you could do 10 minutes at home? Uh, you know what I mean? Like there's lots of different things to do. But in the, if you were going to do something like that with clients, it would have to be 
short. Like I would think it would be either the, you know your your ten minute home workout, you know, for Sunday. You know, here's your ten minute workout. Here's your nutrition challenge for this week, or you know, and you could you could do it by surveying them rather than trial and error because they are standing in front of you. You know, so that's what I would do. I would survey them and and find out. Otherwise, you know, they're already getting the weekly newsletter. I mean, maybe they're not interested in getting any more emails than the, than the weekly newsletter. So you don't know until you ask, right? And you can ask, so that's the point. Exactly. Right, because you're there, you know. You should like, ask. <laughs> you're there with them every day. It's not like you have to call them up and ask them or uh, email them and hope they answer the email or see the email or respond to the email. No, they're right in front of you. So, you know, if if you don't know, ask. Uh, and believe me, they'll tell you. <laughs> They're not shy. <laughs> That's not... Yeah, that is such a good point. You can ask them. You can even do surveys in your emails, you know. Right. You could send out an email and then say, hey, fill out a survey. Let me know what you like and what you want to know about. Um, you could also do that in your Facebook, on a Facebook group. Do a little Ooh, survey in it. Find out what and I would, want. I would give them something for filling out the survey, because that would entice them to fill it out. Exactly. Yeah. That would help them to to fill it out. I mean, I, I it, it works with me. So, <laughs> you know, it works with me. So he says, "Hey, you can get my, um, I don't know, seventeen thousand tips for fit pros." By filling out the survey, that'll take you ten, you know, ten minutes. All right, I'll do it. If somebody just says, "Can you fill out the survey?" I just go delete because I don't have time. Unless they, you know, unless they said, "Hey, I'll give you, you know, three, done, you know, <laughs> something referral strategies for fitness." I'm like, okay, I'll fill out the survey. You know what I mean? Yeah, so exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought otherwise, here's another survey, here's an X for delete. <laughs> so, like, because we don't have that kind of time, unless something they were giving away is, you know, something you might want, you know, or you might actually use. Right. And some people, it's just the fact that they're getting something for free. <laughs> you know, they don't even, they don't, won't necessarily use it, but, hey, it's free. So, Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's the old psychology thing. The old psychology trick. That's why I have, you know, that's why I have a hard yeah. drive, no space on it, you know. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and I suppose how often you, you send out uh, emails, newsletters, and blogs, communication, your, I, I, you know, I guess it it really just depends on your clients and what they like and your content, what you're delivering. And if you're communicating back and forth and not just blasting them with marketing all the time, I think that, I think that's what yeah. people are afraid of is they're afraid of emailing too much to annoy their, their, uh, their oh. uh, readers oh, and their clients. But I don't think people are annoyed if they like you and they like what you have to tell them. It's when you, you know, if you start telling them stuff they don't want to hear anymore they're, or they're frustrated with you because you only talk about one thing all the time, like, you know, sign up, people, yeah. sign sign up, sign up, you know, more people sign up. That's when yeah. people might shut you out a little bit. And they'll tell well, you yeah, by unsubscribing. Yeah, 
You have to have an unsubscribe button on the bottom. So if you're that annoyed, unsubscribe. So I don't, you know, I wouldn't wouldn't let that hold hold you back because, you know, unless you're not putting out anything, you know, good (laughs) or no content whatsoever, I mean, you have to give, you have to be a giver. You can't just be, you know, there might be people on your, if your email newsletter is only comprised of your local clients, then, you know, or if you have some prospects on there, that's a different story. You might want to pitch them. But are you going to, you know, why would you really even, unless it's something like radically, you know, you can't tell them in person, I don't get, or if you're just going a surprise kind of promo. These are if they're already your clients. I mean, you could sell them face to face, for that matter. Unless you're doing some kind of really, you know, Black Friday special, you didn't tell anybody about, or you you have such a big clientele that you know you want to you want to reach them all easier, and you, and you shoot out an email. But if you have a small group of clients. <laughs> There's no point in emailing them. You could talk to them. So if you have a large in several different counties and, you know, other trainers working for you, obviously the email is important because you want to make sure that everybody gets the information if you're shooting out a broadcast of some type, not a newsletter, if you're shooting out a broadcast. But, you know, for the most part, if you want to email something every day, I would – do a survey or something with the clients and to see if, if that's something that they, they wouldn't mind. Or just do it and have them unsubscribe. <laughs> I mean, you have a choice. You have a choice, too. You could just be shooting out stuff three times a week, and if uh, they don't want to be on the newsletter, believe me, they'll unsubscribe. Absolutely. They'll, they'll, you'll, they'll figure it out, right? They'll delete it. <laughs> and they won't read it. So if you're noticing those trends... So then, you know, if you're noticing that nobody's opening up your email because <laughs> they do give you some kind of stats, however poorly accurate they are, uh, you'll at least know that, you know, two, 2% of the people opened my newsletter on, or email on Friday and 10% opened it on, you know, Wednesday. Well, maybe Friday's not a good day to email, and why waste your time? To look at your stats, you know. Right. You know, and they're not terribly accurate. They're really not. But, you know, it's an idea, general idea. Hmm. All right. Yeah, good point. That's about all on on that, you know. Well, this has been great. I think we've we've covered a lot. We've talked quite a bit uh, about... I think this has been really. I hope it's really useful stuff. I think it's really useful. Yeah, so you might, but might have gotten insulted. Who knows? <laughs> I hope not. It really no, wasn't okay. meant like that. It really wasn't meant like that. It was really <laughs> meant to, you know, say, "Come on." It was a. It was, you know, get a move on. <laughs> it was supposed to be a pep talk, not a, not a, I hate you. <laughs> hey, exactly. <laughs> but, right. It wasn't meant to All be. All right, Georgia. Are we out of time? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, we're out of time. I think people needed to hear all this, though. I'm really glad we talked about it today. And I, we're just going to keep on this next time. We'll, we'll uh, continue the series and 
more on program design, more on marketing, more on making your fitness boot camp a, a better business. And we hope that if you're listening to this, that you go on iTunes and you leave a review so that people can find us. And, you know, on Blog Talk Radio, you can share it, uh, share it with your friends, let everybody know. We really do want to make an impact and, and improve a lot of people's lives. So, And I'm going to do my part. I'm going to get... Well, I already have a few things. I'm going to get Ryan Ketchum lined up on a program, Art of Program Design article I'll post. I'm going to get a special deal on a... I'm going to do all this, and I better do it fast. I have to do it. Um, a special deal <laughs> on, on program design. Um, program design, learning about it from some of the best. Okay, so uh, let me see. Excellent. I'll bring a special for this week. I'll write... Um, Got Ryan on. Do I'll have that posted up by tomorrow night. Right on. May, Excellent. Maybe we'll do a newsletter. Uh, the fitnessbootcampclub.com, where you can get all your done for you workouts. Right. I'm, <laughs> I'm teasing. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> done for you everything. It's where you can go to get everything done for you. Actually, you could, <laughs> but you don't like. He also has to know what you're doing or all the done-for-you workouts right. in the world won't matter, will they? <laughs> no. But uh, no. it is a really getting a lot. The, the blog is really, I don't know, that's my opinion, I guess. No, it's not just my opinion. It's the best blog for fitness boot camp trainers and the most comprehensive. So, ton of stuff. Oh, no comparison. No comparison. It gets a ton, ton of traffic. Um, and it's, you know, obvious for a reason. It's not just a, hey, one month we got, a, there was a lot of traffic. No, it's increasing. So, um, it's a very useful blog. So that's where we go, thefitnessbootcampclub.com, and get, I'll put up some stuff by tomorrow. I'll put up an article that's going to be useful. And, um, we'll get a deal. I'll get a deal from Ryan on something with program design. Great. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you have a terrific okay. week. We'll uh, talk to you next time. I'm sure we're going to be in touch on the Fitness Boot Camp Inner Circle. And uh, until next yep. time, trainers, uh, get out there, prosper, build an amazing boot camp business, and uh, live the life of your dreams using what you're learning here for free and uh, also okay. what you can get at the fitnessbootcampclub.com. Cool. I'll talk to you all soon, Jess. All right. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.